successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Brill Nation. Get a hooter. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining me today on KMBZ 980 AM. And also, I appreciate you listening as well on GrillNationShow.com and via podcast at iTunes uh, each and every week. Thanks for joining us again this week for show number 143 in the Grill Nation history. A few years we've been on the air now uh, doing the show each and every week. Hope you've enjoyed it and uh, really hope you enjoy today's show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Before we get to today's guest, I also want to mention our supporters of the Grill Nation show on 980 AM KMBZ. Uh, great companies here in Kansas City that uh, have been with me here for a while and, and do really great work and I'm excited to continue to work with them and wanted to share their names with you today. The title sponsors of the show are Trust, MoBank, BOK Financial, Two West Advisors. Also contributors to the Grill Nation show and guest on-air co-hosts are The Rieger and Jay Rieger & Co., Ryan Maybe, One Light Luxury Apartments and Reactor Design Studios, and Clifton Alexander, who will be joining me uh, next week to talk about some really cool things around that big football game that's happening uh, here this week in the country <clears throat> on today's show uh really excited as we uh, enter the uh, doldrums of winter i guess it's we've had a few 60 degree days some 40 degree days in there and uh, a lot of uh, teen days uh we uh wanted to talk about something a little more exciting and uh and wanted to talk about golf and uh on today's show we will have on steve steve schroder who is the club president at the national golf club of kansas city uh, Steve is a great guy. I've been wanting to have him on the show here for a while to talk about not only what they're doing up there at the National and at the Deuce, but also kind of talk about golf in Kansas City and, and kind of what that golf community is like, uh, talk about some of the growth uh, of the game, and also talk about some of the cool things that golf courses like him his do here in Kansas City around charity work. And we'll also have some fun, too, and hopefully get some tips uh, from Steve today on the show. Uh, again, you're listening to Grill Nation here on 980 AM KMBZ. Also, you can connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. I want to welcome in our first and only guest today. He's got the hot seat for the entire day, Steve Schroeder from the National Golf Club of Kansas City. Welcome to the show, Steve. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks for having me. I know you're a busy man. Um, and <laughs> not uh, this time of year. Not this time yeah, of year. A little so, slow right now. So what? So tell me about that. So we'll, we'll get into your background here in a second. But as we are in the winter time, uh, and you know, potentially uh, we have some warm days and some not so warm days. What's that like for a guy like you who's Who's president of a uh, you know a very well known club here in Kansas City? We stay pretty busy with member <clears throat> member events through pretty much New Year's. Um, whether it's uh, corporate holiday parties, golf was actually great in November. We did we were this was our busiest November we've ever had. The weather was nice. Um, we stay pretty active until New Year's. Uh, then January is a time where we can all our planning's done, budgets are done. We can relax a little bit. Um, but usually by about this time, 
maybe another week or two, uh, we get cabin fever. So we're ready for some good weather now. Um, mm-hmm. So it's nice to get to spend some time with family and, and relax after the after the holiday. Yeah, right. Um, <clears throat> so tell us about your background, Steve. Uh, I'm always interested to see how someone gets their start in, in a career like this. And obviously you... <laughs> You played golf as a uh, as a youngster, I would assume, right? I did. I started late, actually. I started when I was 13. 13. A little okay. late. We were a football family. Dad played in college. Uncle dad, uncle played in the in college and in the pros for a little bit. So I was a football family growing up. Mm-hmm. Started playing when I was 13. Got decent at it. Thought it was kind of fun. My mom would drop me off at our public golf course at 8 o'clock on her way to work, give me five bucks. Uh, I'd play. She'd pick me up on her way home at four, mm-hmm. and I'd had a five bucks had to get me all day with whether it was a soda and a burger or whatever and i'd play golf all day with the old people the young people the men the women whoever it was that's and awesome. just have fun and and got decent at it and then ended up going <clears throat> uh got uh played at marshall university in well, where Hunt- is that Huntington, huntington west virginia huntington west virginia i know the mayor of huntington west virginia there you go steve williams yes steve williams he's, a, okay. he's an office now i've met him he's he's been trying to get me to come up to uh that area for yeah. many years i have never yeah, done it's it. a nice little area it was i was there during the heyday when randy moss and oh, were chad you? pennington yeah i had oh, wow. accounting 101 with randy <laughs> he was a little disinterested but he was there that's a cool story yeah yeah, yeah. Right? so marshall was great we were division one we played a lot of big 10 schools we were in the mac conference at that time so we played uh a lot of um ohio schools ohio state miami of ohio uh michigan michigan state a lot of the kind of the mid north schools that we played what's that like college golf because i'm starting to get into it more of us as i started to get into the sport it's you know here and there on the golf channel they'll have you know the the ncaa championships and all those yeah. things i mean is it is it is it different than tennis to where like college golf still has i mean i know a lot of the pros played in college like phil mickelson and ricky fowler and all those guys whereas in tennis you know it's it seems to me that those the, the best of the best it's like soccer they go pro out of like when they're 14 or 15 years old. The, is I would say the Americans go to college. Okay. And a lot of, you, you'll see a lot of international players turn, turn pro right away, whether mm-hmm. they're European or the Asian players. Those, those usually have a t- more of a tendency to, to skip college and go right to the pros. But, you know, you look back at a lot of the players, um, you know, Dustin Johnson and, uh, I don't know if Jordan Spieth went to college. I'm not sure. Yeah, but, he did. He went to uh, Texas. I Texas. Think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, yeah, you're right. But, you know, you look at someone like Tiger Woods went for, I mean, he could have gone right out, but he, he went to Stanford for, I think, three years. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's more, it's more in the United States. It's interesting. That's yeah. really interesting. So you did that at Marshall. I did that at Marshall. And then for, what happened after that? Did you become an assistant uh, pro somewhere or what? I did. I next? worked, uh, in West Virginia at, at uh, the Greenbrier, which is a resort there. Oh, and also, yeah. uh, uh, a club called the Pete Dye Golf Club. And basically, November one in the Northeast, you don't have a job, and then you got to go find winter work. So I would go caddy down in Florida mm-hmm. at a place called the Floridian, which was owned by Wayne Heizenga. Yeah, so right. I got to that was actually my favorite job I've ever had because there was no responsibility. They paid in cash and worked out pretty good. <laughs> I've heard um, a lot about that. Yeah, course, it, 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 was, it was cool. I had the fortune. Barack Obama's a member now, and so is George so, W. Bush. So the, it was sold to, I believe, the guy. Um, he owns a pretty big company, the Houston Astros. Houston right? Astros. Yeah, 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 I can't remember his name. Yeah, but, it, but when Heizenga when Heizenga had it, it was there were no members. He just invited you to come play, or you called him and said, hey, "Can I come play?" And so I had the fortunate uh, 
opportunity to meet a lot of really that's very cool, cool. people. Jack Welch, I caddy for for Jack uh, Lou Gerstner with IBM, and wow, it, it was it was neat to as a young person. That's probably pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah. And the other caddies don't really that were down there. They didn't know who half these guys were, and I was like, well, "That's pretty cool. I'm caddying for Lou Gerstner." <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, was cool. Right. So you did that, and you then, do that uh, a couple years, yeah, yeah, and you go back up to the Northeast. You work, and then I'm I was fortunate enough. I moved to. Uh, Scottsdale, when I was 25, my boss took a job there, mm-hmm. and I got to work at a golf course called Whisper Rock, which was um, a, a private club. Um, Phil Mickelson designed it, was a member, a lot of really, uh, a lot of pro golfers, a lot of pro athletes were members there. and uh, That's cool. Really cool, yeah. 25, and you get to move out there with you put everything in your car and you hop on I seventy and <laughs> I want I want to talk more about that about that after the break uh, and then I want to get into um, how you ended up here in Kansas City. Steve Schroeder is our guest, who's the president of the National Golf Club of Kansas City. Exciting show here today. We'll be right back on Grill Nation Show. Thanks for listening again on nine eighty AM KMBC. Hello and welcome back to the Grill Nation show on KMBZ 980 AM. Hope you're having a great day. I appreciate you listening as well today on iTunes via podcast. Steve Schroeder is our guest, who's the club president at the National Golf Club of Kansas City. The website is thenationalgolfclub.com. Uh, all kinds of cool things going on up there. And uh, we'll preview that and get to that here in just a second. I want to continue on uh, with Steve on kind of his pathway here to Kansas City. You mentioned you took a stint as the assistant golf professional at Whisper Rock Golf Club in Scottsdale. I uh, was out there recently and had a chance to play True North and TPC Scottsdale uh, in December. The stands are getting built. They're even building more and more stands. I know that tournament Crazy. is happening this yeah. week. Um, but it, As a just, resident, it was a disaster. I, did, <laughs> I had to drive from where I was to go to work and drive right past up. Uh, what's that road? I can't remember the road. I guess it was Scottsdale Road. Yeah. Uh, it would take you an hour to get yeah, three miles. But just amazing crazy. to me the growth of that community. Uh, and there's what two hundred so golf courses around there. And so you were there for a few years, and then uh, yep. sounds like you met someone there that kind of brought you. Here yeah. To so City. so one of one of the founding members at Whisper Rock, still a member out there, uh, is a Kansas City resident named Dave Broderick. And yeah. uh, Dave and I stayed friends. Dave's got a a corporate travel business, does trips to the Masters and the Ryder Cup and the British Open, things like that. And so. As a 26-year-old golfer, I mean, that's like the coolest job ever, right? Mm -hmm. So he and I stayed friends, and when I left Scottsdale, um, I went to Florida to play golf for a living. You did? Very quickly. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Very quickly and unsuccessfully. So you had the the point. Now there's so many different tours, right? Yeah. Yeah, and there were back then. I played on the Golden Bear Tour. Okay. Uh, very That's cool. Very quick and short, uh, short and sweet career. <laughs> um, is it like minor league baseball? Is it like you have you make uh, no money and you're just fighting to stay alive? And yes. Move up the okay. Yes. It, it, it's awful. But once you make it to the the, the big time, it's you win um, one tournament. It, I look at these guys now. The money, yes. Yeah. But like you look, one of our members up at the Nationals, a guy named Michael Letzig, who played on. He's from Richmond. He played on the tour for a while, and you know Michael still plays. Uh, you know tries to Monday qualify for uh, web.com and is still a great player, but you know, he, he was in the final 
round final pairing at the memorial with Tiger. Really? Back in uh 08, 07, something like that. Yeah, wow. I mean he's and and but it's it, it's a grind. It, yeah, it's it, it's not a very fun life. I mean, you're you're getting up, you're having to no money, you're you're working and you're playing against kids that are really good. And mm-hmm. I found out quick I where, where I stood on the talent totem pole of um but anyway, so so it's a tough sport to, yeah. to really excel at unless you're it was tough. talented, really. And talented. I was never real talented when it came to like I, I like I'm not a long hitter of the golf ball. I, I I would always rely on short game and putting. And so all those guys are good at what I was good at, but yet they were all 30 yards longer than I was. So that's <laughs> deflating for sure. And so yeah, right. um, I, I I moved to Florida uh, and and tried the mini tour thing for a little while and actually worked. For Mr. Broderick at the Masters, I think in oath would have been oh two, uh, and got to see when Phil won. I think Phil won in oh four, but mm-hmm. um, I, I did a couple time, couple uh, jobs for him there. And then he said, "Hey, friend of mine is one of the owners at the National. Why don't you move to Kansas City? I didn't want to move back to Pennsylvania. There, I was kind of in the golf mode at that point, and so I came here in January of uh, two thousand and three and got to meet our owners and." Here I am, but yeah, the, the the playing career was short and sweet. It was, it was, uh, it was, it was but you tough. tried it though. You gave it a run. I did the best thing I've ever done, actually. Even though it was a, a terrible outcome, I now look at golf differently. I look at it as um, fun, and mm-hmm. I don't take myself that seriously when I'm on the golf course. I like that fun, and I still want to play good. But um, you know, when you can do something, know where you're at. Um, you know, I can. Played a lot of college golf with Luke Donald and and um, gosh, a couple kids from Ohio State, Ryan Armour that just won on tour, and um, I can now say that I don't have any regrets that I mm-hmm. wish I would have, which is sure, yeah, yeah and that's cool. You you met a lot of cool people too along yeah. the way. It sounds like yeah, it's been yeah, golf's a great way to if you look at it the right way and and take advantage of the opportunity to move to Scottsdale, move mm-hmm. to Florida, and that's not easy, right? No. Um, it opens a lot of doors, and so at the time you came here to Kansas City, you had obviously you knew nothing about it, didn't know where it was. Yep, yeah, right. So no how, how how was that sales job for you? Because uh, to get to come here, because you know it's not a warm weather climate. You were you were coming from Scottsdale in Florida, and then you know you come to, you come to Kansas City, and you become I believe you were the director of golf at that time. Right? I was. Well, I got hired at the National. Goodness, January twentieth, oh three. And when did it open? It wasn't open that much. It was open. The golf course opened in two thousand. Okay, so the, it was brand new, pretty much. Brand new. The clubhouse just opened the fall of two thousand and two. Um, but yeah, so 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 I came on board and did everything from real estate to membership development to, um golf helped mm-hmm. out with different projects and then became director of golf in 06 okay um and then to over oversaw both golf courses in 09 and then moved into my current role in 2016 okay. april okay so kind of done a lot there yeah. stuck around though yeah it's fun what 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 are the reasons why i always i'm always interested because we have a lot of ceos on the show or are people that come to Kansas City and work for a big corporation or or start a big company, and uh, they usually have a wife from here, family from here, but they stay here. Yeah, then they come here, right? Yeah, some are from L.A., some are from Texas, some are from. You obviously came here. You stayed here. Um, there might have been other opportunities along the way. Yeah, what, what kept you in Kansas You're, City? Um, family, family, right? Uh, two children, 
Um, I love what I do. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't like sometimes getting up at four o'clock to go out for our member guest event and get. But once I'm up and get a cup of coffee in me, I love what I do. I love. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we 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 joke, but I love watching other people enjoy the club. Right for me, that I mean that's the best part. Um, but Kansas City is a great. You know, you've got if you want to hide out in Parkville where I live, you can kind of hide mm-hmm. right from from the city safe it's a great place to raise kids but if you want to go down to the sprint center go down and hang out with mr willie at one light or uh <laughs> yeah you know kind of it's not far away yeah it's not far away you can get basically everywhere in the city in about 25 minutes except our other club which is lock lloyd that takes a little bit longer but yeah i, I actually um i enjoy that place i went there i haven't been there since Beautiful. i was at a chris coster fundraiser many years ago okay. and played and when he was attorney general uh in a, in a charity or a, a campaign uh-huh. fundraiser event and then i hadn't been back until this year it's beautiful yeah there. yeah we, it's hard to find sometimes if you've not been down there but what it, a course it, yeah it's we, we just we um tom watson uh added basically redesigned 18 holes they still have the existing nine holes they have 27 holes it's gated uh that 18th hole is beautiful yeah looking up the clubhouse with a little the waterfall flowers and flowers stuff. yeah um and so we've invested gosh at lockwood i don't know overall amount um but you know redid the fairways transition from bent grass to zoysia redid all the bunkers now all three of our golf courses the national deuce lock lloyd all had a bunker renovation mm-hmm. um and really really thankful our owners um really investing in the clubs and 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 it's beautiful and, and, it, and it's paid off membership is up uh resident uh, community is up home sales are great i think they're probably great everywhere but I can only speak on the on <laughs> what what I see at least yeah. at the national and and it's uh it's it's great. So okay, so you mentioned Tom Watson. Talk to us about yes. how he's involved in these golf courses. So so Tom designed all three of our golf courses. That's Tom, the national, the which national is Parkville, the, the golf Deuce club, Parkville. the Deuce at the national, and then Lock Lloyd, or the Country Club at Lock Lloyd, I guess is the name. Uh, so Tom designed all those. Um, and, and, uh, anytime we go through any kind of major renovation, like the bunker renovation, uh, he's on site for two weeks straight and he's out, you know, recontouring painting lines. He's there first thing he's there. You know, we have a cart ready for him at six o'clock. He's out, he's ahead of all the golfers and kind of, and it's neat for the members to see Tom Watson, Tom Watson. I mean, you know, you, you kind of take him. I'm sure some people maybe take him for granted when it comes to, you know, I mean, he's top arguably top five top seven for sure to ever play the game and it's neat to watch him get his hands dirty and go out and mm-hmm. be a part unique, of the right? yeah be a part of the of the of the remodel and and um so yeah it's it it was it was neat and um fortunate enough to watch watch him play sometimes and he can still play i still say that would have been the greatest thing of all time had he won that british open yeah right i mean that was yeah people the, people people sometimes forget about Tom Watson being a Kansas Cityan. I think they, I think a little bit, yeah. yeah. When they think about, you know, well, you don't wear a jersey, athletes. right? Yeah. Like George yeah. You, you see him in a in a Royals, you see Len Dawson and then those guys you you associate them with because they have that, but Tom right. obviously didn't wear a So, so he he designed these courses then? He did. Okay. He did. I've seen, I've watched some of the videos at Lock Lloyd or one of the courses yeah. where he kind of goes through it and he said, this is why I did this. this it is reminds why, me of this hole I played here or this, this is why I did the contouring of this. And yeah, and it's yeah. Neat. we still have the original, um, drawings of, of the national mm-hmm. and, and 
you know, why we why he did this and what this reminds him of. A couple holes uh, remind him of of subtleties of Augusta National and different wow. golf courses. It's it's it's, it's pretty, pretty fascinating that, that now with a lot of these pros or ex superstars building golf courses that I read about, just just making everyone different in every part of the country so unique. Yeah, and what, when when I was at Whisprock, Phil, that was Phil's first design. He designed our the, the club I was at, wow. and then Tom Fazio designed which is now the upper course at Wisbrock. Phil designed the lower. And when we first opened, I think we had about 80 members, not not many. And the entire first, and it was impossible to finish. I remember playing around with Gary McCord, uh, Peter Costas, and Paul Trittler. Paul Trittler is a director of instruction out at Greyhawk. But we were playing, and we got done. And, I mean, I don't think anyone broke 85. It was impossible. <laughs> it was basically designed for someone of Phil's talent and you know, at the yeah. time, there was one guy in the world that had that, and it was Tiger Woods. That's and amazing. So, uh, but we spent the whole first summer redesigning. Phil came out and had to add grass basically everywhere because it was just a little Very piece hard. of grass and desert. That was it. It was, it was brutal. Steve Schroeder is our guest today, president of the National Golf Club of Kansas City. Their website is thenationalgolfclub.com. More after the break. Thanks for listening. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body. When it drops. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm your host, Jason Grill, here at 980 AM KMBZ. You can always connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation show also available on social media. Just search for my name. Uh, very active these days and appreciate you connecting with me and, and sharing potential guest ideas and thoughts on the show. Again, we're, we're talking today to Steve Schroeder, who's the president of the National Golf Club of Kansas City. The website is the nationalgolfclub.com. Steve, I wanted to talk to you about, uh, the golf, the national and the deuce. They're, they're more than just golf. You guys have all kinds of things happening there. Um, so, you know, a lot of family type stuff, yeah, a lot of we, events, you know, really cool clubhouse. Talk to us about that and what yeah, you know, being a member cool. really includes. So, uh, we've got a pretty, uh, young membership for what people would perceive a high end private club to, to have. Um, probably I would say the youngest in the city. So it's a pretty kid centric place. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got, uh, our family activity center, which has, we just remodeled it last year, the fitness center. Um, and so, so we've got that. We've got uh, our pool complex has four swimming pools. We've got a lap pool, dive pool, heated water slide, baby pool, cabana where we do DJs every about every two weeks. Big snack bar set up, obviously an adult beverage station for the for the parents to mm-hmm. pass the time. Uh, we just built two pickleball courts. We've got four tennis courts. We've got a sailing lake, uh, paddle boats, things like that. Um, gosh, clubhouse. Um, you guys do a lot beach of volleyball, there. basketball. We do. We do a lot of um, uh, member parties. We do a lot of. Matter of fact, tonight we're doing a wine dinner for. Um, gosh, that's the thing. Is you, is that's tonight? one thing I was shocked about when I, I became a member of uh, the Deuce. Yeah, uh, was just how many things that you all do as far as events. Yeah, we we and, we try and do and gatherings. Just, yeah, we try and do just as many, just enough to keep activity but not too many to where a member can't come out and just have dinner, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's a fine line. Same with a golf course. Um, you know, you want to do events because members want to play in events, couples golf or a member-member event, club chamber. You want to have all these events, but yet you don't want to take up 
for a member to just come out, decompress, and mm-hmm. go play golf. Yeah, right? right. So that's a challenge. I think we've got it about right. I don't think we have too many. I don't think we have too few. So I think we're we're good. I'm going to think of the name of that wine you, wine dinner. You guys have you guys have uh, you guys have, but you have something every night, like in the clubhouse. For the most part, yeah, we're closed on Mondays, uh, mm-hmm. as, as most private clubs are. But um, you know, last Tuesday we did a Boulevard beer dinner. We did um, uh, always having something. Um, happy hour on Friday, free hors d'oeuvres for members to come out and enjoy. Uh, we kick it up in golf season. We do first Fridays where we do live entertainment on the back patio, which you're very familiar with as, you know, kind of being around, uh, the national for years. Um, it's pretty cool. You know, you get done and sit on the back and get some food and listen and you to some also, music. You, you mentioned the deuce, you know, it's kind of trending to be a younger club too. Very a lot much of opportunities so. to join there. Yeah. So when I started April of 2016, we had 180 members at the deuce. And as we stand today, it's we're at 252. So, wow. um, yeah, you, you, you play in the men's league up at the deuce, man. There's, I'd love to be a fly on the wall. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. I'd love to be a fly on the wall at 10 o'clock at night on a Thursday. Yeah. In there. Uh, but it's, it, it's a great it's course. A lot of fun. Too. Yeah, it is. And, and our, our director of agronomy, um, who oversees both golf courses has done a fabulous job, uh, with the bunker renovation, uh, some tree work. Uh, the golf course itself was the best it's ever been. Actually, both are. Uh, but the deuce is a lot of fun going up there on Thursday night and seeing yourself and yeah. some of the other guys that, that I've gotten to know over the past few years. It's, it's, uh, it's fun. And, and, and the neatest thing is you might, you might get in a group paired together with a doctor, a painter, the CEO of, you don't even know. Right. Like, it's I mean, all over and the and place. It, yeah. And it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Steve Schroeder's with me from the national, uh, Kansas city overall. Like, I mean, I'm assuming you've, since you've been here now for over 15 years, uh, you've played a lot of courses. What's the golf community like here in Kansas City? Um, when we got here, it, it 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 got a little bit overbuilt. You know, you see a couple of them kind of closing their doors. Um, but as far as the golf community within clubs, it it it's pretty close. You know, I I know basically I have all the all the golf professionals in town. Um, getting to know a lot of the of the GMs and um, but it it's uh. It's it's very close knit, you know. It's uh, I'm fortunate, you know, in the in being up north, uh, we don't have a whole lot of competition, which is nice, you know. Being being south, there's uh, I don't want to say competition, but um, there's a lot of options, I guess, for people to to take advantage of. Um, but um, it's nice to take members to other clubs sometimes and get away from the national. But I uh, I love still playing golf with with members and uh, you know. For, for me to get feedback of what we do good, what we do bad for four and a half hours with three customers basically mm-hmm. is essential to what we do. Yeah. So. I, I assume that's a, probably a pretty cool thing too, because yeah. some of the other people probably, I mean, I golf, it's, it's from what I read, trying to bring more and more people into the game, right? Yes. And, and, and it can be a challenge faster, trying to get trying faster. To, yes. It's, trying to have more options to where you can play. I feel like there's, there's all kinds of new courses and new kind of models that are being bandied about. I mean, yeah. you got me into the national because, or the deuce because of, of, of a, you're trying to bring in younger, not younger, yeah, but younger. you know, thirties sure. and forties and fifties. Yeah. Just trying to connect 20s. with a younger, you yeah. know, our, our growth at both clubs are younger members. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of a cycle of life. You, you, you join as a, we, we do a graduated, uh, deuce, um, schedule that kind of ramp up under the age of 40. So we kind of progress you into, 
full paying dues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then you're, you're, you're a member until you get old, retire, move to Florida, I guess. I don't know. But so, so our growth has been younger members, not only at the deuce, um, but the national as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, what, what, let's talk to you about some of your, uh, your favorite courses you've ever played. That's very interesting to me because I, I've been, Although I'm still at that 14 handicap, <clears throat> but I, I am taking lessons. <laughs> we are, uh, yeah. I've, I've now one of the things about being a member at the Deuce is you're able to to actually have a uh, guy who's actually played, yeah, uh, out yeah. there and the real deal and teaching yeah, you, Zach Gavlock, putting you up, he's, put, yeah, putting he's you up on a screen and, and next to Jordan Spieth. It, it, on it's it's scary to see the first time. And I went up and hit a ball the other day at his his indoor hitting facility right beside my office, and I went up and I it was like Christmas. I got my new clubs right from yeah. Callaway. Thank you, Nate Wright. And started hitting ball. He he said, "Hold on a second. Let, let me put you on video." And I saw it. And it's just like not yeah, good. I mean, yeah. just you know. Anyway, so but he's, uh, he's got some good tips. He does. He does. My um, favorite golf courses. Gosh, in Kansas City, I'm a little biased, but ours is this past summer. Condition wise, I mean, the greens were never below ten and a half on the stint meter, uh, which is pretty fast, eleven ish. Um, it was a great shape. It's very hard, mm-hmm. challenging, mm-hmm. Uh, which which I enjoy. Uh, and it's also kind of neat because you can play number 17, right, and come down the hill on 17, you see the creek. Yeah. You might see 15 turkey running across the fairway or three deers, deers, deer, deer. three deer, <laughs> three deer uh, crossing the fairway, and you don't see that really anywhere else in Kansas City, or at least I haven't. You know, you yeah. go to another nice clubs, Kansas City, Melbourne, Indian. Um, you just don't see it. But – Golf courses everywhere. Um, Shadow Creek's a favorite of mine. That's in Vegas, right? That is in Las Vegas. That is in, that, I've heard great things about that it's, place. It's pretty unique, yeah, owned by MGM. And it's it, it's neat to go there because you might be one of 20 that day, and you don't know who's going to be out there. There's no members. It's just invited guests of of MGM properties. Um, that's, a, that's a fun golf course. Uh, probably the – I'm not going to say the golf course, but where I was at in, in Scottsdale called Whisper Rock, it was a neat – our owner came up with the tagline, it's all about the hang, and it was, you know, the golf courses come and go, but it's about the guys that you hang out with, mm-hmm. uh, people you hang out with, I should mm-hmm. say. Um, that was a neat experience. They they redid the clubhouse. They have nap rooms, right? These little, you can go nap. <laughs> it was just pretty wow. cool. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, you just, and, um, the millennials uh, love those nap rooms yeah. in their offices. Um <laughs> Steve Schroeder is with me from the National. I I I I like the courses that you know more so. You're probably more geeking out about you know the actual golf. I I like the the visuals. I seem to play better when I've been out in Utah and played in St. George uh, at Sand Hollow or yeah, the northern some... part in Salt Lake around that area, and then just going down to Mesquite and playing Wolf Creek, which is just a yes. Yeah, so like I moon. haven't been up there, but I've heard it. I've heard it's pretty oh my dramatic gosh. when it. I, one of our members they they do a big golf trip in the spring and they go out there and he's got fear of heights and he couldn't go on a couple of tee boxes because it's like they're little one seaters that you yeah. you look every which direction you're eighty feet off so he didn't play that you're up there in the mountains you yeah. know or you're in the desert like it's it's funny though because like Mesquite where uh, that golf course is there's a bunch of really nice courses oh, yeah. that have been built and you know I had no idea until I started meeting have a friend in Utah and he's like yeah so you know, sixty miles that from St cool. George is is you know Mesquite, which is casinos and and golf, yep. it's like, and, and some of the pros What's now the are going. What's the name of the one in Utah where you play? Uh, San Hollow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks and that's neat. a beautiful course. Yeah. Um, but those kinds of courses, then if you go out to, um, you know, out to California or to 
you know, wherever there's sure. just beautiful courses and those are going to be different. That's what ones. makes golf neat too. You yeah. go to the, 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 the different areas have different characteristics. You go to North Carolina and you've got the, the pine trees and, um, uh, you go to Florida and you've got a lot of water and you've mm-hmm. got the ocean. You go to, um, the but I was watching the Tory Pines event this weekend. Uh, yeah. that's a course that, uh, when I've been on golf traveling trips that people say like, it's still their favorite. I got to play a junior event there, the 19, dating myself, 1992, I think, Optimus Junior World, which was <laughs> won by Tiger Woods that year. <laughs> okay. um, but, uh, yeah, it was, it's the beautiful. Views. Yeah. Yeah. You overlook, uh, in Pebble Beach, obviously, I've been there. Never, I've never, I've never, never played it, but I've never played Pebble. But I've been there. Yeah. I've been to the 18th green and had the bar. Yeah, and I've the heard drink. it's, yeah, I've heard it's pretty, just, pretty special. Just beautiful. Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of what I enjoy. You talked about just getting out there for your members and, and taking a break, even if it's just you and a friend or you, like hitting balls, just, uh, taking in the scenery. Yeah. And, there, uh, that's it, one thing that I like if, if you're going to go play golf somewhere. You know, it's kind of cool to go out in the mountains or, by the ocean. mountains and ocean and yeah I, I would agree with you yeah golf in colorado is pretty cool mm-hmm. plus the um, ball flies further and i feel better about feel my better. game yeah yes, sure I you do. Go a little bit. Yep. <laughs> I gotcha. steve schrader no from the national is with us today we have one segment left gonna be a lot of fun here thanks for listening to grill nation Welcome back to the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. I'm your host back on KMBZ 980 AM. Thank you for sticking with us today. Again, Steve Schroeder has been our guest. Great stories. Uh, a lot of stuff happening off air, too. I wish uh, we could continue <laughs> this conversation uh, with the National Golf Club here in Kansas City. Uh, it's located up in Parkville. The Deuce as well. A great facility up there. Check it out at the nationalgolfclub.com. Uh, Steve, we were talking about some of the best courses. Uh, this year in, in in St. Louis, I think there's a PGA event. Bell Reeve, the PGA Championship. 100th year. I'm, I'm going to go out to that. I've got tickets. That'll be cool. Never been to a professional golf event. You know, I've played now, I've played a course, uh-huh. DPC Scottsdale. I've yep. played a few of those that actually host events, but I've never actually watched the pros in person. What, what's that like? I know you said you obviously were, have played with some of these guys throughout the years and growing up. What, they, what's that like? They just, they don't miss a shot i mean it's just it's it's shocking to to just see them um i mean they just their miss is just i mean take tiger woods this past weekend aside because he was missing it pretty big but for the most part i mean they don't miss a shot and they're around the greens i mean they just don't they get up and down every time i mean it's Mm -hmm. just it's it's scary and it's all you know you look at the physical condition physical conditioning of these guys now compared to we just talked about kenny perry Mm -hmm. right and a lot of the older guys that 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 play. That's why Mr. Watson's w- was very successful late in his career was his conditioning. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, these guys are monsters. They're they're, they're different. Look now, at right? local like uh, local, uh, Gary Woodland, mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, right. I mean, they're built like defensive backs. You know? <laughs> um, well, that'll be exciting. Now, there's always this talk about PGA event in Kansas City again one day. Um, obviously, at some point, hopefully, you know, if St. Louis is getting them. How does that work? That process you got to have a long enough golf course. It seems like these days, yeah, you, you got to have, gotta have the infrastructure to. to but but then I go to, I go down to TBC Scottsdale, and their clubhouse is no bigger than the one at the national. Yeah, the clubhouse. Yeah, but they build that bird's nest. That's they build all, the ten they football build, fields. They build. They build 
Everything on that course is being built there. Right. Pretty much like the last five holes Yeah, the clubhouse you don't necessarily need. Like when we hosted the senior, uh, the Bear Advantage celebrity event back in 03 and 04, uh, we built a lot of the – that's when we had George uh, Brett's 50th birthday party up there on our, on our uh, driving <laughs> range or on our practice facility. We right. brought a big tent in and um, you, you need to – it's about the, the parking, stands and all that stuff. It's about, yeah, our, our golf course is pretty tight. Like one of the things we had to do before they came was we had to widen. Uh, we had a lot of what they'll call bottlenecks around the course for spectators. Um, you need to have it a little more wide open, mm-hmm. a little more viewer friendly, which obviously TPC is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got parking there, right? Uh, parking. I know when we had the senior event, the Champions Tour, I guess it is now, uh, we parked them at the Woodlands and had to bus them in. A little inconvenient. Yeah, yeah. So that's, um, so that's, and you got to have the sponsor. Yeah. That's a big part of this. So yeah, I'm just curious about that as, as, as golf grows. I mean, if, uh, I've never been to this course in St. Louis that's hosting the event. So I've I'll, never have either. It's one of the old, old goodies. It's, it's not like your mountain course, but it's more <laughs> of a, it's more of a tree lined, what we would think of as a traditional U.S. Open slash PGA venue, whether it's Oakmont or Oak Hill or, Places like that, mm-hmm. uh, from what I've heard, I've never been there. Now, I know there is a web.com tour of it here in Kansas City every year. Yes. Uh, which has got to be similar with parking and all the things. Lionsgate, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, it was the, uh, they, they just renamed it. Um, I can't remember what it's called. I think the Greater Kansas City. Um, but yeah, parking and, and it's, you know, you can see from hole to hole there at Lionsgate. It's a little more spectator friendly. Um, you know, I never think about that, but now I think about it at the TPC event. That I was at, they're re- they're building like nightclubs on like the seventeenth oh, yeah. green. I mean, yeah. it, I mean, it's just it's it's just incredible. It's like a uh, it's like a movie set that they I, build out there. I, I took some members out um, years ago, right, five or six years ago, out to play golf with another club. We do a little inner club. They come to Kansas City in the spring. We go out there in the in the winter, and um, we we none of them wanted to go watch golf, but they all wanted to go to the Bird's Nest afterwards and go see OAR. We saw them in concert. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's Saturday at the Bird's. It's a pretty crazy, yeah. And crazy I time. when I just played down there, they were telling me about new ones they're putting in, and just yeah. I mean, just anyway, so that's interesting. So it's about spectators. Um, yeah, think about number nine. The the National, trying of to course. get people down number nine. Yeah, right down that big. Cl- I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard. Okay. Yeah. Didn't think about that angle there. That's interesting. Steve Schroeder is our guest today on the Grill Nation show. Steve, uh, any golf tips you want to share? I know that you uh, have been playing now for a long time, and as a president of a golf club, I think you have some up your sleeve that you could share with us. Oh, goodness. Besides that little drawing I did for you earlier, <laughs> uh, we won't get into that. But um, You know, for me, it's the little things. It's yeah. the little things. It's, 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 the, it's Zach over at the National telling me, uh, you know, keeping your elbow and like push your elbow towards your belly button when you're following through. I mean, never think about that stuff. For me, I think this would probably, this would connect hopefully with the, the golfers out there, but I, 99% of golfers, their swing is too long. You know, you look at it, guys on tour, anything past basically your right shoulder, when, when your hands get to your right shoulder or at shoulder height, swing's done. You don't need to swing any further than that. Everything I mean, past further that, back. Correct. Anything longer, is wasted motion. You get all your power. I mean, you look at someone like uh, McElroy goes a little bit past, but look at JB Holmes this past weekend, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it, he doesn't his, swing as far back. Oh, he takes it back to his hip. And that's how I. That's how it. I am. That's the old Jason was like that. Right. So, so, so you don't need to go past. Most people get too long, get too loopy, um, and they lose a lot of power by doing that. They do. Um, okay, they do. so I always would think I get more power by going back further. No, because your body gets a little. Dis- your body gets disconnected. Your upper body and your lower body get disconnected. 
Um, you look at probably the best example is Rory McIlroy. Mm-hmm. He goes back to his right side, pauses for a split second, and then unloads upper and lower body at the same time. Right when you get your upper body and lower body going at the same time, that's that's where you get some. Is get that some, is that a good person to uh, to follow if you're looking at swings a pro, Roy McIlroy? Oh, they're all good. Yeah. Um, his is his is good. It's pretty fundamental. Um, uh, I watch Tigers very closely. It looks very fundamental to me. Yeah, his is. Um, it, it, his follow through looks a little different than it used to. I I, I haven't s- studied tape. I'm not I'm not that <laughs> golf guy anymore. Um, you know. Um, but yeah. Uh, uh, you know, Spieth is good. They're all, they've all got great swings. I'll tell you one thing: if if you walk up and down the line on a, at a tour event, right, everyone sets up the same. They all might swing different. Sergio, Jim Furyk, Dustin Johnson, Bubba Watson. They all might that they all swing a little differently, but all of them set up the same. They do. Yes, they're all set up. Their feet are just wider than shoulder width apart. Uh, their 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 hands are just inside their left thigh. Their um, their their shoulders are tilted back a little bit, so all of them set up to hit the ball the same. But from there, they are all a little bit different. So set interesting setup. Okay, set up and not trying to go as far back. Yes, there two good go. tips there. Two good tips. Got about a minute and a half left in the show. Uh, been an enjoyable hour here with Steve Schroeder from the National uh, Charity Events. You guys do a lot of charity work up at the National. We and, do and host a lot of events. Yeah, up there. we've got uh, a lot. We do the First Hand Foundation, which is uh, Cerner's uh, large event. Um, which is great, uh, raise around a million dollars every year for that. Incredible, incredible. Uh, big brothers, big sisters. We've done ever since I've been there. We do two events. We we do one at Lock Lloyd and one at the National. Uh, goodness, and then uh, Costantino's uh, grocery stores, the Ball family, uh, you know, the Price Choppers and the Houses. They do events at the National Turner Construction. Um, Oh gosh, you look back through a lot of Mondays, a lot of Mondays of tournaments. Yeah, it's it's good to see all that money go towards. To, to, to benefit Kansas City. I think since we've started, it's been over $120 million that has, that, that we've, our, our golf courses have helped Kansas City raise, which is, which is neat. Mm-hmm. It's neat to see that. I love it. Uh, Steve Schroeder, president of the National Golf Club of Kansas City. Check it out at the nationalgolfclub.com. Also, uh, the Deuce at the National. Great course. I'm a member up there. Highly recommend if you we ever get a play. chance to play it. Yes, I would love to do that. I'm, yeah. I'm getting itchy. Once I get that that new swing figured out, yes. uh, got to work with Zach a little. We'll more. We'll do that. We'll get a little. Got. We'll, we'll we'll do a little group with Eric and Ricky and be fun. Trinko and those guys. Yeah, it'd be, be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, Appreciate yeah. coming yeah. on the show today. Steve. That was fun. That was fun. Uh, Thank you for having me. And of course, and uh, guys, check out uh, all the different golf events here in Kansas City in the near future, and enjoy the rest of your week. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening. Yeah.